It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. Welcome to Anaheim. Tonight, the San Jose Sharks face off against the Anaheim Ducks. That's a team that they owe quite a bit after two shootout losses earlier in the season. The team also finds itself in the throes of a four-game losing streak. Drew Remenda, what's the difference between this current four-game losing streak and the five-game losing streak they had that started the season? Wow, that's a good question, Danny. That's a good question. I would say that the, well, the first one I'll say is they didn't know each other. They didn't know the coaches. They didn't know what they were doing. They were just out playing. Now they know their structure, which I think is strong. We talked about it last game. Coaching is not an issue with the San Jose Sharks. They know that if they play a certain way, that is north-south, that is uh, making sure you get five guys in each zone, skate the gap, all the stuff away from the puck, they're going to be okay. They've got a good chance of winning. They know what they're supposed to do in order to win. And frankly, before the earlier losing streak, goaltending wasn't an issue. Goaltending is now an issue. There is at least one goal a game where you go, ah, and you can see the bench sag. And that is, to me, the biggest difference from the start to where they are now is that earlier James Reimer especially gave the team opportunities or chance to win the game. He kept them in it. Now that's not happening. It's, 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 it's blunt, it's brutal, but that's, I'm of the belief like Ron Wilson used to be when he was coaching. Ronnie Wilson would always say something. If, if the goaltender was at fault or the goaltender was struggling, he would say something. A lot of coaches like Daryl Sutter. Now I'm not talking about goalies. You know, Todd McClellan very rarely talked about goalies. Bob Bugner rarely talked about goalies. David Quinn doesn't mind mentioning it. And I, I don't see why goalies should be hands off. Oh, we can't talk about the goalies if they let a bad goal in or in a continuation of games now have let a bad goal in per game. So, you know what I think, me, Drew? I, I think I think that the reason why most coaches are that don't talk about goalies don't do it because they don't really understand goaltending. No, exactly. That's why that's why. Daryl loved Warren Strela. Daryl had never talked to goalies, you know, <laughs> about their goaltending. He talked about other things, but not about their goaltending. Yeah, you're right. They don't understand the position. You can tell by the way that the, the practices and warm up in the game is set up that they don't understand the position. And we get into a long debate about the warm up in hockey before the game, how absolutely dumb it is. <laughs> goalies, the guys that you really need to warm up, guys are coming in and ripping them. Shoulder high, it's a two on oh, it's a three on oh, it's, it's crazy. But anyway, the bottom line is you don't have to be a 935 save percentage like Shesterkin last year and, and win and win games for them. You got to just keep a minute and you can't let the bad goals in. And the bad goals are the ones that go through you, the ones that go short side, the ones that go off your glove and in. Well, that's true. And uh, that's been happening to the Sharks here these last few games. It, it's just so 
frustrating, I'm sure, for the guys in that room to to look at the last game sheet against the Vancouver Canucks and see a goal given up at 1935 of the first period, then another one at 1928 of the second period, and then the game winner with only 35 seconds left in overtime. It's got to kill you. I mean, it, yeah. it, it 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 just it keeps it has to stop somewhere. Yeah, and that's so that goes back to the situational awareness things. The other thing about the, the difference in the losing streaks or the way that the Sharks have lost lately is that this is stuff that David Quinn's been working on these guys with situational awareness, smart at the end of the period, smart at the beginning of the period, and they've been actually not bad at the beginning of periods lately. The odd thing is scoring first as much as was it. 14 times now. And so you get a four, you, you score first 14 times. You should have 10 to 12 wins for sure. Cause that's just the way the stats wear out, but it's been really weird. The other weird thing for the sharks is they are top. Well, what it, last game, it was top eight in five on five scoring, but unfortunately bottom two on five on five goals against. So well, that means that today's game is going to be a nine, eight game because Anaheim's right at the bottom, right yeah. below them. Right? Exactly. So there's there's so many statistical anomalies that you you wonder okay are they better than their record and yeah they are they 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 should be anyway better than the record but as David Quinn says they're not better than the record because wins and losses are what matters he's not giving them an excuse so today's game would be really tonight's game would be really interesting with Anaheim because Anaheim to me has got high-end talent is up front high-end talent up front and they've got an outstanding goalie but they haven't been winning games as you said they're they've won one of their last five they're, they've lost four in a row so they only got two wins in their last oh, 11 games so, yeah so they, they won an overtime game which last game um was actually fun to watch and they beat the rangers three right. two. And so two good won- teams they beat carolina they beat the rangers right. so right. there you go so this is a team that can play, but they're they're struggling too, keeping the puck out of net. Look at their goals against in the last in the last five games, and it's astronomically high. All right, so let's look at the Sharks' PK. They've given up seven power play yeah. goals in the team's last three games. Now, part of that's goaltending. We've talked about that a little bit. I think that it's been an interesting balance of the penalty killing success the Sharks have had. Really, the last couple of years have been partly because they've. The way they've played with the quick sticks and in, in, in the aggressive play on the PK has taken away opportunities for other clubs. That's been really, really disciplined. But the other part is they've uh, allowed the goaltender to see the puck to make the save, which has contributed to the high save percentage that James Reimer last year and now uh, all the goaltenders this year have had on the PK. Last couple of games, not so much. Um, and it, how much of that is due to the fact that Matt Nieto's not there? I think it has something to do with the fact, but Maddie was there in, in before this last game and that hit from mm-hmm. Buffalo. I think the biggest thing, Danny, is that other teams now, because we're t- almost 30 games into the end of the season, the other games, number one, other teams, I should say, number one, have started to really refine their power play. Number two, the coaches, assistant coaches, are doing the video work. They're doing the scouting now. Now they've got now they've got material on the Sharks. Okay. And with sharks have material on everybody else, right? So now you're really you're really bearing down as a coach, going, okay, how do we break that that penalty kill? Their penalty kill is number one. How do we do that? So coming into a game, you don't get a lot of practice time, but coming into a game against the San Jose Sharks, you're going to practice that penalty kill, that power play. 
And if you notice the power plays that have beat them lately in these, this last little streak they're on, what are they doing with the puck? Well, they're moving it. They're moving it through seams across the ice and exactly. getting quick one-time chances. Exactly. I mean, Tate, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Tage Thompson's goal in Buffalo specifically. That's how they're doing it. Yeah, exactly. They get across the slot, and you can't allow those passes across the slot. They're one-time passes. It is the puck is moving. The puck is moving quickly, and so the guys are so skilled now. It's ridiculous, and, and no matter what, so that quick stick defensively that the Sharks have been using to thwart opposition passes through the through the slot or towards the net they're the puck is moving faster than the guys now so it's refining your power play skill level and execution and it's knowing what the sharks are going to do now ryan worsofsky's no dummy he knows how to how to battle back and counter you know he's been being a championship coach last year in the ahl he's figured a few things out in his life right so He'll he'll battle he'll battle that that back and forth coaches you know strategy thing all year long. But now he's got to it's his move now on the chessboard. It's going to be he's really gonna, a fascinating game tonight, Drew. I'm telling you, this yeah. is going to be a very big one for the Sharks to regain their confidence against a team that they've got two shootout losses against. We'll be on the air at 6:30 with our Sharks pregame programming, our Sharks warm-up show. Brett Hedekin joining me with the color commentary tonight in Anaheim. And uh, one of the little side stories: last game, Jonah Gadjevich scores a goal against his brother-in-law, and tonight the Magna brothers, uh, Jacob and oh. Jason, are playing against each other for the very first time in their NHL careers. They played once in the American Hockey League last year, uh, but that's the only time they've ever played each other. Their dad, Jay, has flown in from Florida for the game, oh, wow. <laughs> so it's going to be a really, really cool side story to this game, and I'm hoping that Jacob does to Jason what uh, Gadjevich <laughs> did to his brother-in-law and gets gets a nice game and scores a goal. We'll see what happens, but uh, it's going to be a great one. Drew, that's our morning skate for today. Get a win. You've been listening to the Sharks' morning skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.